0: What's going on? How we doing? Good. It's
1: been an interesting uh, 48 hours. How's everybody doing tonight?
0: Doing good. I, doing good. Throw it out there. I'm enjoying getting these emails about everybody they're interviewing for the Giants.
1: Yeah, they did that last time, so whatever.
0: I don't remember last time, but the upsetting part is that I'm not allowed to reply with my opinion. I feel like no. I should have a say if I'm getting these emails. That would be interesting. A vote? Imagine if we got a vote. Yeah. You never hire anybody. Who's got the live that's on right now? I can hear us in the background. <laughs> Who knows? Probably someone in my house in the other room. You see our guest is waiting in our green room. I'm going to call it a green room. <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna call it the green room and we're gonna bring him on at 8 30 he's gonna join us will from on the board sports we'll talk some jets him. so dan go for it i'm gonna let you start it's been an interesting um, um 72 hours basically
1: i mean what's to really go at i've been saying for like the last three months i don't i no
0: longer want to be fired from anything i'm just retiring every time i anything i do in life um i just the only thing
1: I there's two things that really pissed me off um was month on monday when we got the season ticket holder email about thanking joe judge for his his effort and energy with the Giants organization the last couple of years and pre- previous that really rubbed me the wrong way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I meant to ask you about that. What? Why? That seemed to really struck a nerve that they're just thanking Dave got him. And I know we're, it's a whole ruse that he retired. I get it. But why did that specifically? Like, you fire anybody, they're going to send something like that. It's one of those, you
0: send the email no matter what.
1: I know. Right. It's, it's just at the point That's, of that this, email like, was
0: re- That email was written in November.
1: I know, but you, we didn't need to get that email. Especially oh. on how the season's been. We didn't need that email.
0: Yeah, um, the Mets are going to send a, the same thing every time. Like, they
1: didn't need the first half of that paragraph. Uh, he, he didn't talk to the t- uh, media at all this whole season anyway, so just let them walk on through. We know it was a firing, even though it was a retirement. Um, that was the one thing that really bothered me. And then today... Um, I was listening to Tierney and Tiki the whole freaking day, waiting for this press conference at 1.15. to do that?
0: Technical difficulties is what I was told.
1: No, that wasn't, <laughs> that's nonsense. Like, Are you the, you're allowed the, to listen the, to the producer goes, By the way, we're not, we're not allowed to, uh, record, uh, we'll have, uh, play it. And NFL Network had the same thing. So no one was able to, uh. Listen to the press conference or watch it for
2: Mr. Mara. What I meant was, are you allowed to listen to things Tiki Barber says? That was, uh, oh, yeah, You know
0: what? I did <laughs> part of it. Snacks is a, a lunatic. made a very, very good point to where it needs to stop being the Mara and Titch's making decisions. I forgot the team they were comparing it to. I think it was Buffalo that they brought in. Players from the past, the history of the team, people who understand what is needed on the field, not Ooh, these tiki guys. Or, who, tiki the thing or was Tiki Attorney, yeah. one of them was talking about it. And right. I again forgot which team they were comparing it to. That brings it has like their quote, Hall of fame,
1: right?
0: People in with the say. Now, the ownership makes the final say, right? And of course, does the and... numbers. And but, Mr. You know, Mara said today, apparently, that they, they need a they need that.
1: No, that that they pretty much let the GM and coach make the decision. They bring it to me, and I guess uh, Chris Mara and I guess Mr. Tish on the uh, the final offer, and there's arguments and everything like that. But he's more times than not gonna say no unless there's some sort of legal background.
0: Wait, but, well, it's, it's kind of similar to what the Mets were doing. Everybody, uh, the GM was interviewing the managers and then the coaching staff, and then Cohen got a second round interview. So it's like a prelim and a second round. Right. Is but basically I, what they're doing.
1: Um, yeah, before we just completely shit on Mr. Maris, like that, that really put a bad taste in my mouth. We've been waiting to hear from you all season long. We know it's been a rough season. The least you can do is have WFN play the, the press conference. You did that every time you have ever had a press conference, coach firings, coach inter, uh, introductions, Gettleman's introductions. Every time you have had a press conference the last couple of years, you were on the fan or NFL Network or even MSG or Giants.com. That not being on the, anywhere today until one uh, 2:15 with Cardin and Roberts was a disservice to the fan base once again
2: and so they they didn't they, air it live
1: they didn't air live it was just the beat writers t- twitter uh tweeting everything everything that happened and then carden roberts for the 20 minutes of the whole press conference played it and each beat writer or tv personality only had one question it was funny bob glauber from newsday I was going to gonna ask, who was
0: the one who snuck in the two questions where he goes? Bob Gobber hey.
1: from Newsday. And he caught it, uh, caught on to that. And he's like, yeah, I, I definitely asked two questions. Like the whole thing was a joke. And then every time someone pressed, I think it was Dan Duggan from The Athletic, uh, every time someone pressed about the family issue of nepotism and everything, which is running rampant in the Giants if you just open your eyes um he got really pissed about it and he defended it and, and said that there's no way that it, you know the typical there's no way there's nepotism kind of but yes so with that being said i was very upset with those two things from the organization standpoint but what i'm happy about is it sucks that joe judge is leaving because he obviously got dealt a bad hand and he didn't help his is caused the last couple last month month and a half. And if he didn't have that eleven minute rant, he probably would have still had a job. Um, you had to you had to open up clean. You had to cut the whole cancer out. I've been saying that on Twitter all week. You can't cut half the cancer out. Obviously, there's some situations that you would can't. But in this regard, you have to cut it out completely. Start brand new. Just start day one. I'm okay with the. Re- I'm okay with the this style of re- uh rebuild, because you're starting from the ground level up, and you're gonna hopefully more likely than not bring bring back the Giants that we hope and root for for the last our whole lives, basically for me and Steve. So unfortunately, Joe jo- Judge had to leave, but it had to be done, and I'm glad the Mar- Giants are finally realizing, finally that it is. The right step in the right direction to start with the general manager and have him get a coach that we he would like or she would like. That that's basically my rant about that. I'm I'm just happy we're finally starting from the first step and not half assing it like we've done for the last twenty twenty five years.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like you said that to me yesterday, and like you're like this is the the step in the right direction. That's what it is. It's the step. It's not right. Oh yeah! You're like oh, we're, we're we're freshly starting. No, freshly starting means we moved and we have a new franchise and new owner. It's like the Mets. Ideally, the Mets are more freshly starting than than the Giants because you know it's a new ownership, new regime, new 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 top to bottom. You know, this is the step that the Maris and Tish's needed to take in the direction.
2: I do think that they need, they do need a basically a fresh. And I'm not saying get rid of the owners. Obviously, that's not a thing, but like. Roster-wise, everything-wise, anything that's not tied down, like hit the reset button. We're keeping, like, Andrew and Maybe that's it. Like, Isn't I don't it, care it, how much money you just gave Kenny Galladay. Goodbye. It's, it, it's the same
0: thing with um, Tiki said. And also it all went downhill with this, like we kind of talked about last week, Saquon, or two weeks ago, Saquon Barkley, right? right. It all went from, hey, listen, we could have had an all-pro guard for years to come in Quentin Nelson, just right. three or four picks later, right? Yeah. If you really wanted to say, all right, Eli, here you go. We know we we were we're two years away from, you know, going to the playoffs, right? So two years past going to the playoffs and playing the, going to green Bay, right? That year. Okay. We had a bad year. Yeah. We don't really have a running game, but we also couldn't run the ball because we had nobody to protect them for running the ball. So right. here's a guard. Let's build around him and then see what happens from there. And you know, you know, we may not be talking Andrew Thomas right now if Quentin Nelson's a giant. Who knows in that sure. scenario? Um, you never know how that butterfly effect would happen, but still like that pick, it's been and again, this is nothing against Barkley. Like he had a no, great rookie it's, year. It's, it's yeah a freak injury last year. You can't you can't be mad about it. You know, he took a step in the worst field in sports in the world, in Soldier right. Field, and tore his ACL. Can't do anything about it, you know, or two years ago, whatever it was at this point. Well, two yeah, years. now it's right. two years two. Now. Um, So, you know, and it was rough to come back. And then he had that high ankle sprain that one year also, It's which is we all know yeah. is nagging, nagging, nagging. And then nagging this year nagging.
1: with the same injury. Right. So it's just – of just everything the Giants have touched the last four or five years has gone to shit basically so we're not going to go through the whole list of shit we'll be here all night but I also like just by the names that we are seeing with the interviews is that we are getting guys from other organizations that are proven winning organizations and we're not getting guys that are already fired. We're, we're, we're going for it. Like well, a guy that we're.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think that also played a, I think a lot of the, cause Monday you got the word of the, you know, like we were saying for the Mets for a couple months, it was our teams giving us permission to talk to certain people. The answer was no. Right. The, these teams in the NFL are giving the giants permission to talk right. to people and I feel that was a big factor in Judge getting let go right. Tuesday instead of Monday, because of the fact of wow, all these guys want to talk. They're probably and all the guys we're talking to all have high predigrees. top of the top of the line coordinators that names are buzzing around. Mm-hmm. You know, Buffalo, right. Arizona.
1: Shane. Yeah, Joe Shane to be the the first and big candidate that right, the guy, guy out of
0: Buffalo, right? They're right. talking about I think it's his their offensive coordinator is The one they're talking about Leslie, Frager, uh, Ryan, I think the, their uh team.
1: Coach Debo, yeah, De- they're De- offensive Debo, coordinator, sorry. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, the offensive coordinator. So, like, right then and there, and of course, you know, I'm kind of surprised that none of these open positions has been filled by Flores. This is still the most surprising thing.
1: Um, yeah, um, I mean, it's, whole, the whole it's, Coach Flores thing is weird, there's something there had to be you something know, bad you but know we too, look
0: at we're looking at the dumpster fire for the giants right and i yeah. now i all i can say is with with the dolphins just they won what was it 8 out of the last 9 games
2: right <laughs> i think so yeah <laughs> something like it was, that it was
0: and,
2: right. they said there was a power struggle the gm believes in Tua and the coach doesn't i don't believe in Tua so i'm kind of on the coach's side I it, it, that's a weird thing. There's definitely more, um, that meets the eye. So it's not like, I guess it's definitely surprising, but I guess it's not as like much of a mistake as I don't know. I, I've heard I've read some things recent, like the past two days, that have just been like, you know, he rubbed some people the wrong way, but he's a good X's and O's guy. I, he's gonna get This is a it's a rare thing when somebody gets fired and gets another head coaching job like that's their first they don't have to take a step down i he's going to get another head coaching job right away i think
1: 100% 100% and it and yeah. it's just just those things it's it's just it was that was the most shocking one every other one was just okay knew that was happening weeks ago knew that was happening right. weeks ago basically that was the only like wow
2: that really Fangio, just happened zimmer uh oh, well, Fangio basically wrote his own
0: pink slip Saturday night when right. when they asked him. So, what makes your team stand out compared to what makes your what makes the Broncos lesser than the other teams in your division? And he goes, "Well, look at their quarterbacks." Right.
2: I, but he's not like <laughs> there's, there's a fine line here where it's like he's not wrong, and it is like not technically his job to get a quarterback. Like it is Elway's <laughs> job, and it's supposed to be why he's there. But it's also okay. you can't be
0: completely ignoring the offense. I, so, no, I, and LFC, I feel like that was his. I'm gonna, ask, I'm gonna ask this question straight up to you guys: If Teddy's healthy all year, is this a different team? No. This or or Judy Teddy and Judy together. So remember, Judy no. got Teddy's hurt. Teddy's good, at, but no, I
1: mean, no, not with the quarterbacks in that division.
0: No, they're not. I even. I mean, like, compared to the quarterbacks in that division, no, Teddy's not good. But no, he's, are they, th- he's still about, the fourth
2: best quarterback in the division.
0: No, that's a hundred percent. But is that team?
2: No.
1: Can
0: Can you talk playoffs? If both of those guys are healthy, a possible.
1: I, I don't maybe, not in that division. No,
0: I think we're over.
2: I think that their defense, while it's very good, is getting almost an overrated thing. Like yeah, one, they they just that. traded Von Miller. We're looking at it like. You could just put a, a sufficient quarterback in there, and they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't think right. that's the case. Right. I think if he'll be put... with, they'll be with Rogers next season. Right. If you put Rogers there, then sure. I
1: mean, when I...
0: Rogers and Devontae are there, and Judy's on the other side, and the two of them are running seam routes for See, Rogers, not going to
1: be going there. They have too many wide receivers. And if Devontae, I don't know. Theoretically, they have too many receivers for Devontae. But I, obviously, they'll find a way to get Devonte. Yes,
2: the hypothetical of ninety percent of this of the scenarios is when they get Rodgers, they have to send Judy back, so
0: he's gone.
1: Oh,
0: okay, and now they don't. Then they don't have as many receivers. That's the the give and take in that situation. Right, because if you look Usual. at this chart right now, you got Judy, you got Sutton, and you got Patrick as your three.
2: Right. So so Judy's gone, and it's just Sutton you- and Patrick stay in their roles. And well, I guess they technically would move down the depth chart, but
0: well, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Again, you know, the, other than this, when he did the Buzz Lightyear celebration, right? It didn't work. It didn't work.
1: And I think the Bears has a, Bears have an interesting uh, GM slash coaching job available. I think out of anybody, because their defense is already set as well. And you have the young quarterback in Fields. You,
0: you, that becomes the first question, though. Is ownership going to say Fields is your quarterback? Or is ownership going to say, hey, you're in charge. You make the decisions"? I this think is, Fields
1: yeah. is your quarterback because you invested in is. a trade with the Giants yeah. last year.
2: Danny, did you listen to Pardon My Take this morning? They, they uh, just...
1: No, I didn't.
2: They, he, they, he was just talking about that Big Cat was talking about the Bears. Uh, I think he's the president. But it's like his family owns the team. And it, he said in his press conference, like, yeah, you know, I, I have support from ownership. And he was like, okay, so your mom still likes you. Like, that's that's what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nepotism, so, man. Nepotism- crazy. Right,
2: exactly. Big, nice big problem with the, with the Bears. Yeah.
1: But the thing with Nagy is Nagy did take them to the playoffs twice in his tenure, and they were still finding ways to be okay. And he did finish his career over 500. So yeah, it wasn't enough, but they, there's different scenarios.
2: There. It's a weird thing because he wasn't like he was pretty, stonch. like he was he,
1: a double doink away for being a folk. Right.
0: Hero. Oh, and the double doink
1: did like
0: you. He, he win that double doink game, you know. And he. You may still have
2: a job. Like the next, again, this is another thing. Pardon, I take because I had forgotten. The next off season, they brought in kickers and made them kick from that exact position. Like he over. So yeah, what, no, that, that, that,
1: that, that kick oh. really ruined his career. It ruined without, his, his ruined. life.
2: But, and he said this at the beginning of the season, and people give him shit for not starting steals, uh, fields. They're like a 6-7 win team with Andy Dalton just playing the whole time. Right. I don't know how many games they actually won in probably five. Um, but they're like, they went to the playoffs last year. I know they were the seventh yeah. seed, but they went to the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback. Twice. First. But just just last season, like no, no, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. they
1: took Mitch to the playoffs twice. That's all you need to know.
2: They were six and eleven. They're probably an eight win team if Andy Dalton just is healthy and plays the whole season. But that's not what's good for the franchise. So right. it was a combination of both things. You had
1: you had you had to suck with Fields this
2: year. right. But again, that we talk about this all the time. Being in the middle is not where you want to be. Oh no! They, of course, they were better off being a four-win team with Fields give, getting you know as much playing time as he could and getting a better draft pick. But now here we are, right?
1: So,
0: I mean, you gave up what? What did we get out of it? We just swiped and then we got this year's pick for them, right? And
1: then we got a third round. It was pick a third, third, yeah.
0: Third round last year, I think. So. We have one. It was I it think the third we have this one year.
1: This year as well.
0: Oh, and okay. Pretty sure it's the trade. Year. Um, Trading back, sending the eleventh pick for the twentieth pick, a fifth rounder last year, a fourth, a first rounder this year, and a and a first this year. That's Nagy was so the giant. Very true so the Giants got the twentieth last year, a fifth rounder last year, a first okay. rounder this year, and a fourth rounder this year. Fourth, okay, sorry, okay, fourth. Um, yeah,
2: the only one left is Zimmer and. He doesn't like the quarterback that he has, who's getting paid we'll thirty million. Dollars. No, I don't. But the quarterback's getting paid thirty-five million dollars or whatever it is. So he's kind of eighty-eight stuck.
0: guaranteed. Well, that
2: Zimmer's say. the guy that I would love. Like, if your team needed a
1: defensive coordinator, and he doesn't Zimmer get defensive. Any... Yeah. Like...
0: Well, here's the thing: is Patrick we'll Graham getting those phone calls? Say again? Is Patrick, Patrick Graham, Graham getting the phone? Getting phone calls?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. Now the other question becomes: Is it become because you know a lot of newspapers were on top of Graham this year? Do the Maris and Tish just say, you know, you already have a defensive coordinator?
1: No, I think he's gone with Judge. He's very loyal to Judge.
2: Um,
0: I don't know if uh, yeah. you know, you get that. That Bills guy in, and uh, he goes, "Hey Flores, come uh, be my D coach." Well, that that's what I'm thinking.
2: That's... See, Flores is getting a head coaching job. I don't think he's see getting he... a head coaching job. But that's going to happen with Zimmer. He's going to be an offensive head coach. you worry about the defense kind of thing, and he's going to use a gap list. Basically, of, what uh, uh, Phillips yes. was
1: for the uh, McVay a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, he's going to be Wade Phillips. But that that's the other thing. Um, Wade Phillips has accepted the fact that he is no longer a head coach.
3: He got oh, yeah, well, he hasn't he
1: coached yeah, yeah, yeah. 15
2: years. I know, but, so. but he got technically got two shots, right? He was the Bills coach, and the fucking crazy kick return happened, and then he got fired soon after, and he was the Cowboy coach, and that didn't work. And now he's not even trying anymore. He's like, okay, I'm gonna be your defense-only guy, and I'm All good right. with that. And that's, I think, I don't think Zimmer's there the yet.
1: He did with the Broncos and Rams.
2: Right. But I, it's like Dan Quinn's doing that now like they he just said he was getting interviewed for jobs and he was like no I'm good where I am like I feel like Dan Quinn'll definitely get another chance cuz he only had one. But I kind of respect guys who are like I'm just good being the Honest. assistant basis. It's basically assistant head coach I'll <laughs> well, stay on the booth.
1: not paid well, so.
2: Right. So I'll just I'll just hang out here you take the blame and I'll just do my thing. Right. And he was he's so much better especially Dan Quinn too like i you got to feel a little bit like he did his part in that super bowl and it was like now he's blaming the guy who was in over his head anyway although i, I did i am a Kyle Shanahan defender so yeah that's a bad luck for you um
1: the, <laughs> another another it name it worked out that day another name that uh for the Cowboys is when, do, where, and if when does Kellen Moore get another head coaching shot? That's this. Does well, he, he never get had? A, he
0: never really had a coaching shot. He didn't coach anyone. No, no, but he,
1: he he's gone through on interviews and stuff.
0: Yeah, but he's also in that again another like perfect scenario. You have you have the quarterback. You have a, a good offense now. It's like as much as he wants it. Is it, is it going to be worth leaving that? Is the no, question.
1: He, he's 33, so he has time. But if you're right. going to get offered a head coaching job, you're taking it. You're
2: taking it. But that's, like I said, That's he's going to get the Garrett treatment where he gets a significant raise to right. stay in Dallas. Right. And then at that point, it's like, shit I get off the pot with McCarthy?
0: Right, he's going to be the next guy up in Dallas. Honestly, already...
2: we'll,
1: we'll see what happens this well, it... weekend
2: in the playoffs. Right, because last year he gets a pass. It's almost a good thing for him. He gets a year to work with stuff and get things how he wants it without the pressure because he has no quarterback. And now everything's rolling the way they want it to. We'll see how. You know, he's they got a tough game this weekend.
0: They they arguably have the toughest game of the weekend.
1: I think Monday night's the toughest.
0: Yeah,
2: the the Rams Cardinals game is a, also is twenty a, degrees a barn and, uh...
0: Uh, they're saying zero at kickoff in Buffalo.
2: Don't Are we getting my... snow again? We're gonna go uh, three pass uh, McCorkle. Listen,
0: listen, you play to win the game, right? If it means well, I'm throwing the ball I'm twice not... all day, I'm throwing the ball don't, twice.
2: Don't.
1: All day. Uh, this is part of my uh, lock of the week, so don't talk.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Three pass McCorkle.
2: That, I'm ready.
0: Listen, it's three three more passes than he should have in the last game they played too. But...
2: I mean, I... <laughs> he's been exposed a little bit, and I. But a... You come to expect that
1: as a he also support.
0: doesn't really have weapons. If you really think about it, there's he, really what is they he don't. playing with, and we'll what go else? into them a little bit later on. We'll go into all that stuff a little bit later on. Right now, I think that when it comes to Giants, the what I'm reading is it's this tandem out of Buffalo.
1: Yeah, Joe, Sh- um, Joe so, Shane so- sounds to be the guy that the Giants and Brian want. Dable is the offensive. Is that his name? Yeah. He also has the pedigree of being a Saban, Belichick disciple, uh, winning a bunch of Super Bowls and national championship with them. But he was smart enough to leave, and like I gotta get on my own stop stuff and see what happens and where it takes me. And obviously, what he's doing with Josh Allen is really, really effective and helpful. Obviously, he's an all-world quarterback right now. And uh, McDermott is a defensive-minded coach, so you are really getting the credit that maybe you don't deserve or you deserve. So I wouldn't be shocked if he gets a he might get the head coach job, especially if uh, Shea happens to become the GM of the Giants. So. Zimmer
0: was the offensive, offensive coordinator in
2: Who? No, he's, he's a defensive guy.
1: Mike
0: Zimmer Zimmer's
2: too. defensive, definitely.
0: And Bengals, that could Cowboys. Be, that, that could be the answer to the defensive coach question in the Giants. Like a guy who's been a head coach who can come in and teach a right. new guy. That would be cool. You know?
2: Do you have good middle linebackers? Yeah, Blake. If yeah, he
0: Blake, comes back if, healthy, it depends on if. Well, well Blake Martinez was walking. Around. What was the cold game we had recently? Mm,
1: a lot of. There was them, a all super
0: cold game that we were on the road. Bears. Yeah, and LPG posted a picture of Blake walking around Chicago Field in shorts and a tank top.
2: Okay, <laughs> I, he he does a Green lot of Bay shit lives. with his. I was like, lot, we did yeah, that with exactly. our
0: receivers in Green Bay. It didn't really work out right. too well for us. Can well, we he's, not do he,
2: he, he, <laughs> he's from Green Bay. He lives in Green Bay. He knows the. It's a lot of middle linebacker stunts and blitzes and and drop back. Yeah, maybe and we get Jalen Smith back on a cheap contract. Well, it's up. To, yeah, he's been doing it with. He was doing it with with uh, Barr and Kendricks. So that's kind of how it there. And, and honestly,
0: I would take, I would so take we'll him see. back with a cheap contract because he wasn't yeah. terrible. He w- he made plays.
1: Yeah, and then Tay Crowder, Mister Relevant from a couple drafts ago, is okay. I mean, for where his his value is, he's not he, bad. He he wasn't, wasn't supposed to be the main linebacker. He wasn't
0: supposed. To, he wasn't ready to be this. This was the year they were kind of hoping on um, Blake being the the Mike and teaching him the Mike. You saw it in the preseason. Blake didn't play. It was Crowder with the mic all preseason. So, and Blake was kind of in his ear being like, hey, this is what you're supposed to do in this situation. This is what you're supposed to do. Like, that was going to be, it seemed to me, personally, it seemed to me in the preseason that that was the, Blake was going to become the, could possibly, don't get me wrong, could be wrong on here, right? Blake could have possibly been one of those cap casualties at the end of the year if he was he's healthy. Coming. If he was healthy this year, and they felt Crowder was ready to take over after the season, but with Blake going out after Game Three, you know, yeah, Blake's you didn't restructure. Re- you Crowder didn't really show you that he's a Mike guy yet,
2: right? Yeah. But Blake has to re- with all the cap issues. Now even he'll if you don't,
0: he'll restructure to come back right. knowing he's because they don't. That injury.
2: You you can't think they plan on contending, but. Whatever new GM comes in has two top 10 picks, which is enticing. And you get to make your decision on a quarterback, you know, I guess kind of risk-free. You got one more year to figure that out. And then we'll, well go from you know,
0: there. You know what? When, you, when it comes down to the quarterback position in, on this team, it's going to be GM and the coach. They are going that, to make that decision together.
1: That's the one hope. I hope we bring an offense that fits 2022 style of offense. And just not having shit running down our legs every time we play offense. What do we football?
0: have? We have five. So, according five to Walter eight.
2: Football. Five and eight, yeah. F- five and
1: according seven.
0: According to Walter Football. Okay. It, it, seven, yeah. And this is as of this morning that they posted this one. Panthers uh, really Ev-
1: fucked us with New York straight through. Sorry. Go on.
0: Evan Neal at five of Alabama. Good. Done.
1: Run to the podium. I don't know. I don't know him. What is he? He's the tackle from Alabama. You move him at right, and you have okay. Andrew Thomas bookending the tackles,
2: and you're good to go. Bama
1: offensive he, he lineman can also I Don't worry play, about.
0: Right. When you when you when you're telling me I'm getting an SEC lineman, I'm in. Just just from, oh, oh, most part, yeah. Okay.
1: I don't worry about <laughs> it. I actually saw someone the other day on Twitter. Okay saying something comparing him to Eric Flowers. I wanted to like smack the crowd. I wanted to like find where that person lived and smack the shit out of him.
0: And by the way, at eight I will I will drool a coming in at eight. I would also Ojabi. consider
2: Dean from Georgia. I did see this wasn't multi football. It was
0: Avis, you mean it, Danny?
1: Yeah, from uh the linebacker Georgia. from uh The defensive Georgia. tackle. No, the linebacker. Dean. I
0: don't even see a linebacker in the top ten here.
1: Well, probably not, but if we were to move back, Dean is They're... just a nasty oh, guy. Oh, I know the guy you're talking about. And he's running. He's fast, line to line. He's awesome. But I mean, I'm not we saying talk... we want him.
2: Right.
1: But we can talk definitely... about it later,
2: but there... I saw a mock draft that had them take the pit quarterback. Pick it.
1: Yeah, you you've been talking to Devin because Devin's been busting no,
2: balls about that. He did, but I actually I, I saw a legitimate mock draft that said yeah. That I, had
0: him, plotted I I'd rather start with according Dan, like, to this hand. on Walter Football, the Lions are going to take him at number two anyway.
2: Okay, well that's like that's I,
1: I would rather out. I'd rather quarrel anyway. By the way.
0: Sure. I, I felt the same way.
2: I think Coral's the, the better one, but like I said, it was a legitimate one that had him taking him at 7, actually.
1: If we were to get a quarterback now, i rather, I rather... I'll be okay with Coral, Coral, but I would really want to start draft, the draft with either an edge rusher or offensive line. Right. Preferably. And it was funny, I've been doing one mock a week, just for shits and giggles, and mm-hmm. this week's mock had Thibodeau and uh Hutchinson falling to the Giants I mean that was a never that. gonna happen that, that, scenario. But... Is
0: drunk't
2: he going yeah. like one
0: they're saying those that, two are gonna yeah. flip one and two yeah the, yeah the, they're he's the, gonna be the, 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 the old, lions
1: whole draft season they're gonna go back and forth they're just
0: right. just it's literally gonna be them, but it is eight thirty, so we are going to now boom, and there our special guest of the show from on the board sports will. What is up, my friend?
3: Guys, Steven, Vin, Danny, it's been a long time. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate well, this. And, uh, you know, just uh, one rough year for one football team that plays in New York in, in the same stadium uh, to another. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it was rough this year for the Jets, but we'll get into it. And, uh, you know, just
0: rough. Bottom let, line, no
3: matter how you look at it, no matter how you slice and dice it, rough.
0: Let us jump right into it. Your first year with the the Salas Wilson regime. Break it down. Your thoughts on it.
3: Um, personally, I I think Salah reminds me of Barry Trotz uh, in the sense where he can be that guy where he could just be that calming influence around players and he could get the best out of his players. That happened at the end of the year this year. He did get the best out of his players this year, no doubt about it. Uh, And especially with 20 guys being out on COVID uh, two weeks ago against the Jaguars. So, uh, you know, we got to see a lot out of that. Uh, Zach Wilson, you know, for those that don't know, I was a proponent for Sam Darnold being here. Uh, I let that go as soon as they traded for, uh, they traded away Darnold, excuse me. And, Bottom line is, you know, you knew what you were getting from Zach Wilson from day one. I saw a lot of people on social media going out there. Yeah, he's going to throw for 4,000 yards. He's going to be that guy that's going to lead them to the wild card. And personally, first-year coaches, they tend to do well under, you know, under the Jets. So, you know, we looked at Eric Eric Mangini, uh, Rex Ryan, you know, Todd Bowles. You know, people want to talk about Adam Gase. He started off cold if it wasn't for the mono situation with Darnold, but his team did end the year 7-9, right? And who can ever forget about Herm Edwards and Al Grell. But the point is, is that when you're looking at the quarterback right now, you know, he was a rookie. He was going in. And the thing is, the speed of the game is much different than the college game was when you're looking at it from from Zach Wilson's perspective right now. And to me, going in, I didn't really expect much from Zach. I thought maybe it would be like a little bit of a team game. You know, you try and build up this offensive line and defensive line here. But the bottom line is with Zach Wilson, I kind of knew what to expect going in, and it was going to be rough. And a lot of Jeff fans, they held their own watching this kid play. And as the year went on, you know, I kind of wanted to see a quarterback change. I kind of wanted to see him sit for the rest of the year. But he played absolutely for what was given in front of him. He played like a leader is going to lead this football team going down into this offseason. And for somebody that had nothing the past three weeks of the season, right, no Elijah Moore no you know, no offensive line pieces. The running back situation was a little bit hairy. But the bottom line is, you know, he did what he had to do. And he didn't throw any interceptions down the stretch either. Right. That's a telltale sign of a quarterback that is not only growing, but maturing. And we got to see that a lot from Eli Manning in 2004, his rookie year. Right, guys? You guys are big Giants fans. The right. guy would go out there and throw – like, there was no tomorrow. And then he learned from it, and he became, you know, the Super Bowl-winning quarterback, two-time winner Right. for that matter. Like, so, you know, it, it was great for the Jets to see both Robert Sala grow as a coach and as, you know, for Zach Wilson. The defense, it is what it is. We'll get into that in a minute. But, you know, all in all, I'm happy. And I'm thrilled I can't wait for next year.
1: Right. And the thing with Wilson was you can see him – marginally grow each and every week too which was a good good thing because i remember the start of the season when they went to london against the falcons and he couldn't even make a screen pass for whatever reason and it was just like if they make one screen pass if he makes one screen pass they probably could have won that game Mm -hmm. and like watching him grow this year especially like you mentioned like elijah moore and the other receiving and the no offensive line there's a couple pieces for the jets to feel okay. We, we're playing, we're playing tough towards the end of the season, especially the Buccaneer game, uh, whatever situation that was with the, the media, um, Bart Scott and, uh, Willie clone and others saying that he wanted to take it upon himself. We can talk about that later, but for the most part, Ever after he came back from the injury, he like it looked like it slowed down for him a lot more than it, it did at the start of the year. So that you had to feel good about that. Um, yeah, you're you're about to mentioning the defense. Obviously, you were expecting solid to come in and work his magic with the defensive side of the ball this year. Unfortunately, between injuries and just not having the key pieces to have a functioning defense this season, what do you think going into next season? The, They'll build the. They'll keep on building that defense to hopefully where the Niners' defense was with him as the DC the last couple of years. Like, what are you looking forward to fix fixing the defense next season with Sala in year two?
3: I think personally, when looking at this team right now, it's not a matter of talent. I think the talent is there. The key is for every Jet team that I've watched over the course of ten years, it always comes down to bad penalties being taken and we got to see that at the beginning of this year where they were undisciplined there were a lot of neutral zone infractions a lot of offside a lot of you know just terrible penalties on third down I think that once they get Carl Lawson healthy and if they could go out there and either draft or sign and the key here is re-signing Marcus May I personally think that the Jets might be a top 15 unit next year if they keep everything all right. Because remember, at the beginning of the year, the aforementioned Carl Lawson, you know, they got Nathan Shepard. There was another guy that they signed from Philadelphia or New Orleans. He wound up having like a heart condition. He was like a pro bowler and he didn't wound up playing. But the point was they were going to go out there and rotate all these defensive linemen. And make it so tough on the op- not only the opposition's offensive line, but the, the quarterback trying to just, the, the opposition's quarterback trying to make things happen at that point. So to answer your question, Danny, I think the pieces are here in place. They're missing out on a couple of secondary pieces, you know, not having Marcus May here. And I think LaMarcus Joyner, if I'm not mistaken, got hurt. Uh, if you if he did sign here maybe I'm throwing out the wrong name over here i know there was another safety that got hurt uh, during the course of the year but it was just uh you know just terrible uh to see and then the, the secondary we knew that it was young going in we knew that they didn't have a, a lot of reps together. Uh, Bryce Hall last year looked good and he continued on that epic not epic pace but just on that pace of being right. one of the top corners in the league uh Brandon Echols had himself an okay year uh you know realistically they just got to get more reps and got to get used to the game speed a little bit more but I think that if they go out in the draft and they get some depth pieces maybe a free agent veteran cornerback and re-sign a Marcus May maybe go out in free agency and get a, a strong safety in here as well I think the Jets will be fine and you know, middle linebacking, the middle linebacker core is also key to, I don't know what's going to happen with C.J. Mosley. Uh, he's one of those those last remaining pieces from the Mike McKagan days when he went out on a free agent spree, and he basically, you know, came here. And right. it was for the money. They overpaid him at that right. point in time. And he didn't play one game in, what was it, two years? And he came back, and he's <laughs> he's looking good. So He literally got, got hurt
1: happens. in the first play of his contract. That was the craziest
3: thing. I, I held pick that? six, the pick yeah. six against Buffalo, you know, but regardless or not, I think the Jets are set on the right track to get them to relevance and credibility and respect. You know, that's what I think. If they could go out there and sign a couple of free agent names, maybe trade some of those later picks for a veteran that's, you know, on the on the downwards on the downward slope of his group, but still has something in the tank. I think they'll be fine. But the secondary's got to get better, obviously. And, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But the future is looking bright for this Jets defense right now. I really firmly believe that.
1: Okay. And uh, the, before I let Vin or Steve uh, hop on, I'll figure I hit you with one more thing. With another offseason for Douglas, finding a way to getting this the Seahawks draft pick, another first-round draft pick for Jamal Adams, looks better and better every day. Like what are you expecting and hoping Douglas does like in another year of getting this rebuild actually going? It's like, when is, is it another year away? Is it this year or like, what do you, I don't know. I'm probably asking the same question that that I just did, but like, like (laughs) I think with, with Douglas, like how, where do you, you feel like in the approval rating of him? Like, I guess if he was a, politician going into another year with Douglas? Like, do you like him? Do you like most of the moves he's done so far? Like, are, like a couple of draft picks have been shaky, but no one hits on every draft pick. So, like, going into another year with Douglas, going into this offseason,
3: what do you feel? What are the vibes with Douglas? Well, I'm not going to give what Eric Adams gave uh, Bill de Blasio B+. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to pull one of those things, but I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be honest uh, with Joe Douglas right now. The bottom line is with with what Douglas has brought to the table, right? Twenty twenty, kind of a wash in a sense. Twenty nineteen, the first year him being there, he didn't really draft those guys. It was really McCagnin that brought in Quinn and Williams, right, and and such. And the bottom line with that was, you know, you knew that there was no there was no talent. You you mentioned Jamal Adams in that Seahawks trade. You knew that they weren't going to be good anyway on defense this year so you know with that said you lost out on a couple of first round draft picks over the course of three years that could have been on this team so joe douglas right now has really worked himself into this situation right now by trading for leonard trading away leonard williams trading away jamal adams and he's gotten draft picks out of this and yeah, well, the, the winner know Williams trade was crazy at the time. It was, it was, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you, man. But the thing is with them and with Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas is a, is a, is a lineman's guy, right? He's a guy that's going to go out there and he's going to draft, you know, he did it with the, with Elijah Barrett Tucker. And oh, he yeah. did it with Mekhi Becton, you know, for those two draft picks. Now they're missing out on a center, I feel. But I think that in all honesty, maybe they'll go out there and get a, a left guard, something like that in the draft with one of those two picks. Maybe a, maybe a defensive lineman, that, that Greek guy from Iowa. He looks pretty good at that pick. And let's not forget, right, the guys that are on the top of the draft board right now, the defensive linemen, some of those teams that might need quarterbacks, guys, teams like the Texans, you know, the, the Jaguars are set for years on in with Trevor Lawrence. So they're probably going to go out and take that defensive lineman from Michigan. But that said, you can't discount what Detroit might do. Is Jared Goff The answer at the quarterback position for them is, you know, the Texan situation, what's going to happen with, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson at that point in time, we don't know. So the quarterbacks, the quarterback trade, trading up might happen at that right
1: point. there the quarterbacks always there's always a quarterback that pops up like the week before the draft always
3: so right like like Zach Wilson perfect example right. perfect example Zach Wilson but to get back to Joe I think he's gonna go out me personally I wouldn't be surprised if he goes offensive and defensive line with those two first round selections try and fortify that that line trying to protect Zach Wilson and trying to get to the quarterback were two of the main things trying to get this team ready and i know a lot of people are talking about these wide receivers some of these wide receivers you know it's a hit or miss in 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 the nfl draft especially in the top 10 you know so with that being said i would trade maybe the fifth round selection maybe a fourth for you know a, a team that wants to get rid of a receiver like i've been hearing calvin ridley's name all the time right now. That's something that I would personally go out there and and do uh, with that pick because, honestly, you have Corey Davis being the number one receiver being here right now. He's getting paid number one receiver money. Now you have Elijah Moore being here. Uh, You know, Braxton Berrios is going to be over here. So, realistically, there's going to be a a competition here uh, for this wide receiver spot. So, with that said, this is the perfect opportunity to go out there and fortify your offensive and defensive lines with the two picks that you possess from your, from the Jets losing ways and from Seattle's uh, crazy way of trading away their first round pick for Jamal Adams. So build in the trenches and go out there and just do it up like that and protect Zach Wilson at all
0: costs. When they were projected the they looked at that trade, the Seahawks as we're gonna bring in a new Cam Chancellor for this team, but the difference is Jamal Adams is not Cam Chancellor. Uh definitely, definitely not Cam Chancellor. I found uh, he had that pick against Rogers this year, and it was like what was it, his fifth career pick in six years?
3: Yeah, something, something like that. Like, something, something ridiculous. Yeah, it, it was about a low number. That,
0: Something ridiculous that a safety should not be hearing. He's butch boy. He's right he's a linebacker.
3: He's a linebacker in a safety's body. So it's right, just basically it's which just, is it, what you see a lot.
0: You do see that a lot now. You see a lot of these these safeties that can come to the line and play that two spot that spot on the line, but still like you gotta be able to in the ball too if you're gonna be a safety. Just Make yourself most, a linebacker.
2: Most of those guys, it's because they can cover, but they can also hit. He can't cover anybody. He just hits. He's like an old school. He would be a great safety in like two thousand two. You know, he's like Roy Williams with the Cowboys, who couldn't cover Jeremy Shockey. It's the same kind of situation,
0: right? He's like that that between the Jeremy shot the uh, Roy Williams and Brian Dawkins. He, right. he can one hit anybody but he can't defend anybody. No. not
3: cover <laughs> for anything.
0: Yeah. All right, well, you got an interesting email from the team. Uh Danny was kind of talking about the season ticket holder email that the Giants sent out uh <laughs> which we knew was written in back November thanking them for the season and actually, you know, spending the money that they shouldn't have. But uh thoughts initial thoughts on uh what was uh, the, the reaction for people that don't that know? Before you, uh, I'm so... going, into it, going into it. I'm going into it. Okay. The Jets are raising season ticket holder pricing as well as oh my parking pricing for the season, This next coming season. Now, I think they said, if I remember correctly, Caron Roberts said it was three percent across the board, but each like level is going to be a different number. Um, but parking was supposed to be like ten to twenty percent higher. I think they said something about. What was the reaction from? Well, no, as, a jet.
3: as a Jet fan, you know, I kind of – I only have one season ticket, okay? I only have the one season ticket for myself. And to be honest with you, paying – I'll say it right now. Paying $600 for sitting up in Section 344 where I am right now was beyond phenomenal for the year. Pa- not paying PSLs. Not I mean, that's like two games. For 10 games. <laughs>
0: Danny, that's two games for you.
1: <laughs> that, that see that that see this is the shit that bothers me.
3: You know, and then you look at, i the, the price got raised up by fifty dollars. Okay, that's it is what it is. We live in a in a time right now where inflation is high. It makes sense, and it it right. makes plenty of sense right now. I understand it, and the team next year they're trying to build off of what Zach Wilson has done. They're trying to build off of what Robert Sala has done here as well. So I understand that. And I understand the the complaining from the Jet fans 100% because of the competitive product that was on the field the first year, for the first eight weeks nine weeks ten weeks of the year. Totally understand that, you know. But I knew I had a feeling it was coming, and you know when I saw my invoice, it being raised by fifty dollars for it, and said you know it is what it is. It's still affordable for me to go to these games. And to be honest with you, I don't drive to the games maybe once in a while. Or if I'm going with a lot of people, I haven't had an alcoholic beverage in two years. So I'm the designated driver. So I would just go out there and drive for these guys and they would have the parking passes. But for the parking passes to go up, it's ridiculous how a parking pass is legitimately $40. And now it's going up by, what What'd you say, 10, 20 percent? It's At somewhere about
0: like 10 to 20%. Well, I think it was 30 30 35 for the Giants this year. Yeah. Yeah. Giants is like,
3: 30 You ever tried to
0: buy
2: a parking pass like on StubHub? They're like
1: yeah.
0: $150.
2: Yeah, I jacked mine up for the Cowboy
3: game. It's, I got it for it. 60 bucks. And I people, would rather hey. just, honestly, I, I learned my lesson from <laughs> driving home from MetLife Stadium sucks. Right. I'd rather just take the train and just relax. I'll pay, you know. The $11 ticket round, round trip, I got a monthly ticket for my Long Island Railroad, so I'm good at that point in time. I don't need the stress or the aggravation of driving through the Cross Bronx, driving through Manhattan, or even driving back through Staten Island again just to get back to Long Island. So that's one of the things where I wish in 2025, Woody and, you know, whoever this governor is going to be, uh, they got to figure out a stadium idea for the Jets. Because I understand that, that they have it, it. It could, it could, if if it they could. really wanted to make some money on I, I, on I think themselves, think it, I think it could happen.
0: Person, personal opinion on it is Woody's gonna have to take a little page out of Ledecky's book and pay a lot more than he wanted to that first go around when he wanted the the was it the Upper East Side or the East Side? Then he wanted the West stadium. Side, West, West side, side, yeah. Stadium. When he wanted that, he wasn't willing to pay enough, and that's what it came down to. Ledecky but the Nassau
1: Coliseum was... and MetLife Stadium is completely different ballpark. Oh, they yeah, hundred
0: percent. Push... But Lede- but still, like it helped push the push the envelope towards getting the arena by paying more out of pocket long term than it is.
1: Um, MetLife's going to be fifteen years old by the time of that contract, so I I highly doubt. Yeah, but the, the...
0: Jets are moving. The Giants aren't going anywhere.
1: No, I, I know that. I'm just saying the Jets also spent the same amount of money as the Giants. So But that's
0: the thing. People don't know is the Jets actually didn't. The Giants actually paid more money for the stadium. Because the Jets still the Jets were taking out loans even to pay the rent at the old stadium. Okay. So it's actually but... mainly the Giants that paid for the stadium anyway. That's why the Giants did three levels of PSLs. That's the other key. Also, yeah, that's I don't annoying. know about the Jets, but I know when it comes to the Giants, it's what? Going into the 11th, 12th year this year is going to come up, I think. oh nine, I think, was the first year, right?
3: 2010 yeah. was the first year of the, the new stadium.
0: 2010, okay. So, from what I remember, I'm pretty sure that the Giants have only raised their ticket prices once, maybe twice in that time, which is incredible to think about.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I haven't think of had a pay raise. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't had a raise, and I'm so going in my we
0: 100 percent are expecting to get that email as soon as the new coach and GM are hired. Here's here's your new invoice with a raise this year. Well, I'm
1: not going on Twitter that day.
2: I I have
0: a stadium question
2: with, with the free soda on the.
1: Side. No,
0: we're not going to sell ownership stock to build the new part to make the stadium look nicer. Ben.
2: That works for us. <laughs> anyway, I do have a question for Willow. Um, this is completely nothing to do with the Jets. How is taking the train home? Because I took the train, yeah. I
3: heard first taking the train
1: home is a nightmare, right? That's the thing. I took the train, it's not that bad.
3: Everybody everybody makes a big deal over it. You know, you got to have the the couple of keys right here. Number one, you got to have patience, right? Because no matter what, you're going to be going out there, you're going to be waiting in the parking lot driving, and then you got to deal with everybody that's coming home on the car. On I-95 or going into the city, you just never know what's going to happen, right? So taking the train, it's just relaxing at that point in time. Just going out and just not having to worry about being stuck in traffic. There's going to be a train that's going to be coming no matter what. And it takes about 20 minutes. not going to lie to you. It takes about 20 minutes to 25 minutes just to get back to Penn Station. And then whatever train line you get on from Long Island, you know it's it's all right there. So at Penn Station, so it's great getting
2: on the railroad from there. The one time I did it was like it it was we were a mob of people, and it was also a giant Packer game. So there's there's a yeah the Giants. My
1: cousin had 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 horror stories, but yeah. It wasn't I, everybody
0: I've, I know I've when been... it comes to stadium train wise has been horror stories going home getting there yeah getting there the is the timing a of getting there kind me. of throws people off because you know unlike Will you know we, uh, nothing against you of course you know you know a lot of the people that we go with like I'll give you a perfect example Tom LaFaso did it a couple of years ago he took the train there and he was miserable because he got to Penn Station and then had to wait forty five minutes for the first train to actually go to MetLife Stadium yeah he that's, thought that they that's were just it. running all morning that was that's, the problem because he wanted to come and hang out
3: right that's the thing with the train going there you have to time it because on sundays they have like four trains that leave at like 11 1106 1109 and 1114 whatever and they do that every hour so i guess they're trying to complement because amtrak runs through there too and they got to run their they got to run their main line at that right. point so they but they don't compliment. stop with I don't think going. they
0: stop at MetLife. That's the key. Because what happened was Tom was coming to the game, and I remember he called from the Station. He's like, I had to get an Uber because the train I'm, I'm not waiting at Penn Station for an hour and a half for the first train to go. That's gonna right. actually stop at the stadium because I want to come hang out with you. Right. Like and now ever since he's parking passing every game. He literally goes online and just buys the parking pass.
3: Yeah, I can't I can't drive to I can't do getting there is easy. It's just getting out of there and going home, it sucks.
0: That's why I left. Vin, at, Vin, that's why we Vin, left at halftime this weekend. Vin, well, Vin, Vin calls me today. a magician every time we go to the game together.
2: Steven's a magician at getting out of the parking lot, but this is like – and this is – I, t- I, t- I, t- I t- told Steven and Dan this. I went to – I go to basically one football game with them a year. They both have season tickets. Usually if the Packers are in town, I'll go. If not, I go to a game somehow. We went to the Falcon game this year. We were, we were going to the game or coming home from the game – 12 hours. We left his house at 7 a.m. We got home at 7 p.m. Back, I got home at 7 p.m. So it's like, that's just not worth it anymore. Like, I'd right. rather, I'd rather I don't know, watch from home. Or, for me personally, I'd rather take the train. But they like to get there early. People like to tailgate. That's the way it is in football. There's a big tailgating culture. When the train doesn't leave until 11 a.m., there's not a lot of time for that. That's the only well, issue I
3: see. Well, you got, you got your train, like I said, I just threw out eleven o'clock, but they got right. trains running from like nine o'clock. Okay, then so that's not bad. Ten o'clock, then eleven o'clock. Right, I wasn't sure. they had you got to the... cat, catch them at the right time because they only run like four trains at that right, time right. per per hour. Getting like, to
1: oh, MetLife, I never had an issue. I did it two or three times getting there because it would be like a Monday night, and I would hitch a ride with Steve or my wife or whatever. We figured right. her out a ride, and yeah, the getting there is the greatest not the issue.
0: train story for you of all time. What? Can I say the greatest MetLife story from you from all time?
1: Oh yeah, you could. Yeah.
0: Was it the Was it Buffalo? I think it was the Super Bowl year. It, it, it was have been the Super Bowl, Bowl, Bowl year. <laughs> year. He calls me at like nine a.m. I'm getting dressed. I'm coming to the game. I'm coming to hang out. I'm, I'm taking the train. I, <laughs>
1: I literally got the call at like seven o'clock. Like
0: <laughs> he's o'clock. on the train. He's like, "Am I gonna? Can I get a ride?" I'm like, of course, we got you. I tell him right am like, Danny's coming. He's catching a ride home. I guess I think I don't know what's happening. He rambled, he got us holding a case of 12 pack of beer, and there was six gone already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk about having fun, huh? Yeah, and he the was train, like, though. and he was like, I, I, I had to catch up to you guys. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> was that was the same train. Ago.
1: I was on the train with uh, Prince of Mukamara. Oh, right,
0: that was God. that was the year we drafted Prince Mukavara, and him in his one leg was on taking a train. First round, like, he's like,
1: "You don't know who I am," and I'm like, "Uh, you have a first round draft pick of the Giants, and so I'm going to a giant game. I I know who you are." And then why are you so late? I know you're on injury reserve, right? But what what are, are we doing? doing?
0: <laughs> why are you <laughs> be, Why are you being forced to take the train? Is my biggest question. Like your right. first round pick, buddy.
2: That was the that was the only I was the only asking about the train because like we were talking about. Obviously, Will's a big Islander fan too. You could see in the background taking the train to the Islander game. There's it starts at like five thirty, or it's weird. Right. So it's like at the it, apparently it's a great process. I haven't done it yet. I'm going Saturday, so maybe I'll do it Saturday. But like the train doesn't start until like two hours before. Obviously, we like to get there early and, and hang so out. Something
0: up with the trains this weekend, by the way. Something some station I think I saw He's messed up. Buddy so Cord. There's honest, some sort of uh, construction going on over the weekend on the Long Island Railroad. That
2: happens. I got. Well,
3: it, you got to you got to figure it too. The third Rail project is trying to finish up at this point in time, so they're probably going to shut down that. But where the Elmont station is right now, that's on the Hempstead line, right? So that's the
0: line that's out this weekend.
3: Is it really? Yeah. This? yeah. Or is it I'll is literally look, look up.
0: I'll look up the thing right. I'll look it up right now. he, right. he wrote it today. Um, but we gotta discuss it anyway because of we have the concert after the game anyway. Right. Um, So from court, there's no Long Island Railroad service to Elmont UBS station for the game this weekend due to switch work. Um, you can go to Queens Village and transfer. Uh, Well, that's the thing. You you can go. The LIR will not be doing any service between Stuart Manor and Hempstead this weekend. Um that's usually
3: offers shuttle buses. Yeah, though. well yeah, the, Queens the, Village all all has, has a shuttle bus. bus. It is what it is. That's fine. Uh but the train though it, just getting there, right? 15 minutes to get to to uh Queens Village from Hicksville. And that's right. that's great. That's awesome. I love that. See it's going I... home. It's going home man. that sucks. It's always going
1: home is always the issue. That's the it problem.
2: When, when everybody's going at their own leisure, and the in, you know, and before the game, it's fine. It's like going yeah. to City Field, too. right? When you're all leaving City Fields, I've done. I used to do that all the time when I was in college. I, it's a disaster leaving every time,
0: especially when they're good. Right? Because you're it's... all just
2: now. It's just sixty thousand people or forty thousand people waiting at one thing. It's it's too much.
3: Honestly though it's not that bad. I think people just got to get used to it at that right. point in time and I know the parking situation's a little bit hairy too, but I,
0: you, know, you you got to realize go. it's year 1. Right. That's what people don't realize. That. So yeah. they're just like, "Hey, they promised us the world and this is what we're getting." But again, it's year 1. Also, we, they did all this during a pandemic. Like they set all right. this stuff up during a pandemic. They had right. What was it? A month and a half without construction? Well, yeah. I think. About, About yeah. a month and a half, give or take.
3: About maybe like three, three months. Yeah. Three, you, it you, was three months. Yeah. It was like,
0: because like, that was, it was
2: all construction that was like from March to like.
3: All non-essential construction was some, shut down. Right. So and they weren't essential. It wasn't, were wasn't essential at that point, Right, So, so yeah. it's like,
0: you got to realize that it's, it's a lot of things. Like I remember I hooked up the, uh, working for Verizon. I got a call to go do the guys working on the train station. they're like, we're hoping to have the whole thing done. By the time the season starts, I was like, what's the realistic? And this was, we got back to work and I hooked them up. It was June of 2022, of 2020, right? Late, late June, early July. I was like, what's the realistic goal? He's like, that's the realistic goal is to have this whole thing set up. But I then got called back like six months later and I was like, are you guys still in the same goal? And he goes, there's no chance we're going to be ready for the season, for the first season here.
2: Right. Which they weren't.
0: Because it, in. it, it turned into it turned into not even the construction, it turned into the supplies that they needed, the rails right. that they needed, the getting thing. things in. It was there was a game? There was a giant game this year. The whole cross island was shut down because they had the rails coming in for the for the train.
2: I I want to ask Will I I don't know, do you take the train to the Island Games? You do so, right uh, during the weekday? Yeah, recently. Okay. Um, because you have a train pass. Same thing We have train passes. It just makes it easier. Yeah. With the parking, did you find it bad? I, I, think people are complaining about this, the walk from the parking lot to the thing, or the or the bus ride. I, I walked it every time. Yeah, it's cold. It's That's nice. the one thing. It's cold in the winter. Yeah. It sucks. I, the walk was fine. Like I don't, yeah. you and I the, go to the, the city. The going day. there, I usually like take the everybody. bus. It's, it, to me, it was nothing.
0: It, it wasn't walking. Bad. I do there. Come uh, bus. I usually do to the arena and walking all the way back because it's a lot quicker. You're not worrying right. about everybody else getting on the bus.
3: What I will tell you, Vin, and. Danny and Steve, I was parking my car in Elmont for a couple games, and then they came down with the whole permit thing that you can't park over there. Fine, whatever it is, what it is. Oh, I have a, I have a solution, Will. And that's why they started started taking the train, just making it easier. uh, At that point in time, Uh, you know, I've also parked in the lot a couple times. I remember parking in the lot for the first game, Mm -hmm. and for the second second game of the year, and. What I'll tell you is this, you know, for the people out there that are complaining about all this stuff right now, be happy that you got the, the shuttle bus. Be happy that you got the, you know, you got everything going on as far as, you know, the amenities. Because let's say if they didn't have the buses and you had to walk, everybody now you got handicapped people, you got elderly people, right? you got people with disabilities and special needs. Totally understand mm-hmm. that. How are they going to get over there? You got the bus. You got these buses. Right. You know, people are drunk as fuck. You think they're I... be stumbling, stumbling to UBS for the King? Absolutely not. They're gonna take the bus. So it's a work in progress. Everything's gonna be good in due time. And you know, with COVID going on, look, I know I I was quoted I was quoted in Newsday saying that the bus ride the first day was good, but I never took the bus. I walked it. So that I was next to Charlie Mack. Charlie, you guys know who Charlie Mack is. So, Charlie Mack said it, and the guy misquoted him for me at that point. But whatever, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. So, you know, the the whole bus situation, it it could be better. It could be worse. Right. It, it's just another amenity that they're, that they're doing for the fans, and I think it, you know, people that are complaining about it. You guys th- got to find something better to do, you know? I, I think we bus. all
2: just got – not spoiled is the wrong word, but, like, I guess spoiled because it was such a – obviously, there was no amenities at the Coliseum, but everything was so easy. You went where you went, wanted, you sat where you wanted. You did – we ran the building. and Nobody cared about anything. Right. And it was, you know, a huge part – for, for the, the amount of people that fit in the Coliseum, especially the last two years when it was even less than the original – The parking lot was very big. Like, there was a lot of room, and you can kind of go mostly wherever you wanted. Hell, you could go
3: to the Marriott and park for free. Right, exactly.
2: We go to the Marriott. I miss that, man. I miss the Marriott. Yeah. You know, but everything's going to be good.
0: I still go there and do some work in the middle of the day just to kind of live that life again. I
2: mean, the amount of times we use that bathroom is astronomical. I'll be completely honest.
0: Okay. Oh, fine. I'll admit it. That's my work that I do there. (laughs) So, we're going to get into some NFL awards now. Just kind of want to bring this little fun reminder up for everybody. Nobody look at my list of what I predicted at the beginning of the season for the postseason, considering I had the Vikings and Chargers in there and Ravens. I
1: well, had yeah, Washington football teams.
2: so.
0: So, remember, Danny, we'll always be remember that we were at the last ever Washington football team game.
2: Right, I was pretty damn close. <laughs> I got the Redskins. You got I the ra- got Ravens
0: the... along here, Vin.
2: Yeah, I think I got three wrong. I... You got the Ravens
1: Oof, wrong. I got
0: the Seahawks winning the division.
2: We both is, yeah.
0: You're welcome, Will. With we the Seahawks winning the division, Screw, screwing yeah, them like... over, so your pick could be uh, a I higher. thought
2: Fitzmagic <laughs> was gonna be Fitzmagic. Yeah. Also, you're gonna just play in general. We all got the Ravens. We all got the North wrong.
0: We still all have our championship game play- and Super Bowl matchups though. So. That's true. <laughs> We're good. Th- this, um, is,
2: this is like the first time, I think it was like seven years or something, that all of the championship game teams made the playoffs again the next year. It was like it was a stretch of like a five, six, seven years where one of the t- four teams in the championship games didn't make the playoffs the next year. And now because the Bills got in, The other three, the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Bucks were kind of in the whole time. The Bills were teetering. But yeah, it's interesting that there's that much. Like the Jaguars or somebody, you know, I think probably the
0: Vikings one year. Like just somebody drops out. All righty. So, anyway, go ahead. We're going to do our awards. Our awards for this season, our predictions. Which way do we want to do this? We want to go backwards on this? Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh Comeback Player of the Year. I think this is a given. At least for me. I'll start us off with Joe Burrow. Blowing out that Comeback Player of the Year award in the NFL. Uh also ignore my spelling if I mess up someone's name. Oh yeah. No shot. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, who's who wants to go I'm next? I'm gonna, gonna go Dak.
2: Either. Just
1: to yeah, be I was different. I was gonna go Dak as well.
2: Because it's it's between the two of them, but I'm gonna go right. Dak just
0: to begin. Yeah,
3: I'm going Dak as well.
0: Well, who do you got?
3: I'm gonna go Dak. I'm gonna go Dak. I okay. mean, you know, coming off of an injury like that, Cowboys always have a lot of pressure. And before he got hurt last year, he they had the best offense. And then the next thing you know, he gets hurt. That just shows you how, how much he's really worth uh, to the Cowboys. And, listen, we beat Joe Burrow this year. <laughs> as, a Jet, right. as a Jet fan, we the beat Mike Joe White Burrow. Mike game. Yeah, the Mike White game, hey, man. One of the craziest <laughs> games that I was ever at. So, <laughs> you That's know, fun. definitely fun. Definitely fun to be there. But definitely taking Dak for comeback play. The,
0: the reason I'm going Burrow over Dak is nobody – projected Cincinnati to be in the position that they're in. And yeah. if you take him out of there, they're not in that situation. That sure. Sure. has that team around him. Point. Where I just I I'm not it's... saying you guys are gonna be wrong. It could like right. you said like Vin said, it can go either way. Right, I just I feel Burrow there was more pressure on Burrow this year.
2: This is also without looking right. at the stats, I'm pretty sure Burrow, at least going into last week, was leading the league in completion percentage. He might still be so that might put him over the top. Like, I'm not looking at the stats at all. I think his numbers are probably better. The The reason
1: why I see Dak is because everybody, well, granted, it was against the Giants for me and Steve, but I just remember the injury and just seeing his leg just, oh. just ankle just I don't know being what he's talking like, about. it was a cramp. It was just the cramp. It was a cramp. Man. <laughs> it, was a cramp man. <laughs> it was just a cramp by
2: Tony. Tony. But it was also but, like, Entire... Like compared to a knee
1: injury, we've right. seen right. knee injuries before. So just seeing that your, visually, see the guy's leg go injury. a
0: different direction. The, yeah. the entire
2: the um, preseason, we were like, "Is his shoulder okay? Is this okay?" Like there was questions about him up until the last minute. With that. And then the calf this year. Right. So like I, I okay.
0: This one I think could be interesting, and well, we're going to start with you on this one. The coach of the year.
3: Coach of the year. Um, You know what? Let's go with the Bengals coach for Coach of the Year. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Let's go with Zach Taylor. You, <laughs> you, yeah, let's, second place would be the Raiders interim head coach for what he inherited. That would be my <laughs> second choice. But definitely Zach Taylor uh, for Coach of the Year.
1: I'm then going. Then- yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going v- Vabril. just the the t- Titans being the number one seed in the AFC. No one would have thought it, and especially after uh, Henry being out for the last half of the season, and they still managed to be the one seed. I- I'm going Vabril. I was gonna pick the Raider
2: coach just so I could see what Stephen was gonna try to spell it.
0: Oh, I have <laughs> my phone right
2: here. It's yeah. I don't because I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, Versace. It's probably.
0: I would have wrote just, to, just. I'm gonna say
2: Vrabel. It's probably Vrabel. I want to say Matt Lafleur just because I want him to get some credit, but it's Vrabel.
0: You know, I've I was thinking about this one today, and I was actually thinking, Eagles coach is gonna get. Oh some yeah, votes. him too. Um, but I'm actually gonna agree with again. It goes back to the barrel point. Nobody projected the the Bengals to be in the position they're in. I,
2: I think if I were to guess, I would have said the Eagles less than the Bengals, like projection wise. Right. But the Bengals also are a higher seed, right? They're, did they wouldn't, they're the one division. So, yeah,
0: they're at four or five yeah. matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start off with defensive player of the year. Uh, It's TJ. <laughs> I knew it was something, Jay. Clean
2: there's
3: sweep my, across the board. There's Brent, no why, there's no
2: why, and what, but that's fine. Um, there it it could be other people, but yeah, we're going TJ. Uh, No, and I'm
0: gonna and I'm gonna skip offense right now because you can go to defense because the guy should have the guy could have won the defensive rookie of the year, could also have could also, um, right, could have been defensive
2: player of the year,
0: yeah, it could also be defensive.
2: It's Micah, it's Micah Parsons, not even close, right.
0: Will, you agree with that one? <laughs> defensive rookie of the
3: year. Orj- I'm going to say Orgelari. I'm going to go I'm with TJ Watt. I'm just going to go with TJ Watt. What he did. I'm this talking, year, we're absolutely.
0: talking defensive rookie of the year.
3: Oh, defensive rookie of the year. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we we
0: jumped over TJ Watt because we just. Yeah, arguably, you could, for a while, you could have argued that Parsons was going to win both.
3: Yeah, let's go Parsons. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, This one is an interesting one. Offensive player of the year.
1: Offensive
0: rookie. It's Well offensive player. Going offensive player.
2: Oh, player. I always look at this as like it should be the MVP. Right? Like whoever wins MVP should probably be offensive player of the year. But because he's not gonna win it, I think I wanna give this award to Jonathan Taylor.
1: Finn, okay. get it out of my head. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm okay with that one. Any yeah, he family? was.
1: He should. He he won the Derrick Henry award this year for putting his team on his oh, back. shit! Grade. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry
2: would have won MVP if he kept going the way he was.
0: Derrick Henry finished top ten in rushing this year, and he and played... he
3: played like six games. <laughs> right.
0: Will, what's your thoughts here on offensive player of the year?
3: I'm gonna go with Jonathan Taylor as well. I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor here. I mean, the guy was carrying the eight Colts on his back. And, you know, they were this close. It wasn't for Carson Wentz and company uh, just blowing it. But, you know, with that said, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor here being the offensive player of the year. Guy's a beast. They, they
0: said on uh Carl Roberts that Peterson should get another job for knowing how bad Carson Wentz was before everybody <laughs> else. Yeah. Um. So, I am going to be a little different here. I'm not arguing that Jonathan Taylor shouldn't be. Sure. The guy won the Triple Crown Award in Ooh. Cooper Cup.
2: You're probably right about that, to be completely honest.
0: He won the Triple Crown this year. He was Didn't win basically... Me a fantasy basically fantasy. Yeah, you're, watching, you're watching that Niner-Rams game just to see if he breaks all the records.
2: Yeah. You're probably right about that. They're going to probably... Didn't win me him. a championship. I am thinking about it. Yeah, screw
0: you. Yep. Um, offensive rookie, Jamar. Jamar
3: Chase.
2: I'm going Jamar. I want to be different again. You though? Know? I'm no. I'm gonna say Kyle Pitts. He had a thousand yards receiving for a tight end as a rookie.
0: I had some pressing. First one seems shocking.
2: Yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say yeah cowpits
0: so I'm looking at odd sharks by the way well, was, chase know, is probably the
2: favorite in that one
0: where'd it go it was just here a second ago n f l offensive Rookie, it's chase and the next one up on the list is McCorkle.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, I yeah, that that him. that burns that burned really bright halfway through the season. Yeah, that's
2: not
0: happening. All yeah. right, so we know this is going to become a quarterback spot. I really think Taylor or Cup should do it. I mean, hey, Rod, that's my answer. That's my answer. Danny Will. I'm going to go
3: with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the guy just absolutely killed it this year. A lot of uncertainty. Uh, the COVID stuff definitely didn't help out things, but the guy just puts out numbers each and every week. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers here for NFL
1: MVP. I'm just going to be different, and I'm going to say Tom Brady. I was they thinking both that
0: same thing.
1: It was the both of them, neither of them actually had that, like, wow, MVP-type season, but yeah. they still were awesome.
0: The bear the bears uh beat writer makes a good point about Raj being a jackass, so uh was the vote for that. <laughs> oh great. In August it was a jackass, so no I had voted. to be
1: different within <laughs> at least a couple of times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So with that being said, this is interesting. Well we didn't even know this until early where really did we this out like an hour even.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> About how weird these things is for so let's see here. Are we gonna do this based on the spread or are we just gonna do this based on winning or well let's losing just
2: wood? let's just do by the pool. Let's, let's do that you know, how this is how it goes, and like you said, we'll make our one pick.
0: We'll make our lock based yes. on based Fandle on the spread. And... Yes, yes,
2: on FanDuel spread. Okay. And please bet responsibly because we stink.
0: Um, just a reminder for everybody since it's gambling and all that stuff. Twenty-one and older. If you're anybody you know, do have a problem? One eight seven seven eight hope N Y is actually a new gambling number to call. Yeah, you gambling.
1: really gotta be. Or careful. text <laughs> hope N
0: Y to four six seven three six nine. Or be like us and just take all the money from those free bets they were giving us. Oh yeah, no, I got
1: the that was the easiest. through. yeah, exactly. The,
0: uh, they screwed me over on a uh, a parlay for this basketball game, but it was only ten dollars, so it's okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, I only I <laughs> I try to only stick to football.
0: Then I did look today. European basketball was on all day today. European. See, this is why Remember that need, a couple need... of years ago when I bet that one Yes. yes. This, this is why I won fifty need one. On that gambler. <laughs> right. That? Well, I,
2: I I did hockey the other night. I did a parlay and I lost both picks. So I was like, I'm just gonna stop. I'm sticking with football until baseball comes back. I and mean, baseball you can get a little crazy because it's starting pitchers and things and
0: will, anyway. will a starting pitcher hit five innings? No, it's like, <laughs> it's like
2: it's like I, no, I'm not gonna bet. You know the Pirates normally, but if their ace is starting and the other team is having a bullpen, okay, game, who's their ace? I don't know who their ace is. That was a bad <laughs> example. But like, okay, the Orioles. If John Means is pitching and they're facing the Red Sox, it's like baby, they'll win this one. You know, you can't predict every baseball game. It's so crazy. So like, that's baseball gets weird. But, but.
0: they have to have baseball first before we can gamble on baseball. They'll have baseball. Also, congratulations to the game has. Retired sooner or later when it comes to the New York Mets. It's just a matter of if they're playing this year. With that being said, the first matchup, stupid Titans won the AFC South, so they couldn't be the Saturday 430 game.
1: The Bengals took over. they played it <laughs> in that <laughs> they,
0: game. they took the next most random winning division team that they could. This is actually a good matchup. Yes. I actually I... like the matchup. Um, but I think Cincinnati's got a lot of momentum at home right now. And the Raiders had to put a lot of effort into just making it on Sunday. My problem is I like both these quarterbacks
2: so much. Rub. Like I want I want to pick the Raiders. I'm going to do it. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm taking the Raiders.
0: I'm going Cincy here. I'm going
1: Cincy because they have just a little bit more firepower to just get them over the hump. And their crowd's going to be absolutely nuts. I'm going to go
3: Cincinnati just because of the cold weather situation. Vegas is a dome team, and, you know, dome Dome teams usually don't fare well in the cold. So. Give me
0: especially especially with the home I, crowd and everything. Um, like oh.
3: Give me Cincinnati, easy. easy. Well, I guess, Although it could yeah. be a close game, but I'm gonna go with Cincinnati in a close game. Right.
1: And the spread in that game is the Bengals minus five and a half.
0: Five and a half. It went down. Yeah. I, I saw it at three before. Four and a half. Five and a half now, according to Vindel, yeah. I it might started take, at three, yeah.
2: Yeah, I might take the five and a half, to be honest. That Don't was like uh, that.
1: me taking them two weeks ago against the Colts. That was the easiest plus eight
2: of all time.
0: Okay, next. Who will record more passing yards?
2: Well, I got to double down. So, can we do her car? They're going to win. He's got to outpass Joe Burrow. Well, not he doesn't really have to, but
0: I think <sighs> Burrow just threw for five hundred yards against the Ravens. I can only imagine what he's going to do with them against he the Ravens. He
2: also Raiders. has he also has a better running back though. That right. is.
0: does he though? Mixon they're about is, equal. I, I think they're Mixon's about equal. equal. I would yeah, I would Mixon's put them right good. around equal.
1: Mixon's a little better, I think. And Mixon's a little bit better, but
0: Jacobs is hurt. That's what it comes down to, in my opinion. And Carr car doesn't really have the receivers, so I'm gonna go with Burrow.
1: Yeah, I'm going Burrow too. Vin's gonna have a chance to get a commanding lead on this. I'm ta- I'm just, I'm taking right there. I'm taking Which a. of these
0: players are gonna score a touchdown? All of them.
1: I'm going Damien. Ooh,
0: I'll take no I'll I'm take this. I'm going Jamar. You you literally heard Burrow say throw it up there and Chase will be there. I'm going Damien. <laughs> Okay, I'm going Jamar. Okay, next matchup. We got the uh, McCorkles.
2: McCorkle Jones and his band of merry men.
0: In, in his over-under pass attempts this week. Will, the temperature prediction is zero degrees. What's the over-under on pass attempts for McCorkle Jones? Four.
3: I'm going to say but... the under. I'm going to go under <laughs> here. Whatever um, it is,
0: under, whatever the under is. Whatever yeah, whatever the under,
3: the under is, 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 I'm gonna go under.
0: I, <laughs> you know. th- th- th-
2: like to under. me, like I know that game was an, an uh, like you know exagger- exaggerated exaggerated because of the snow. That just tells me that Bill has no faith in this quarterback.
0: Right, because Brady's gunslinging that entire. And game. like
2: that friggin' Colt game that they lost, that we saw how the Colts ended up. They like they kicked the field goal when they. Definitely should have gone for it, and they've done this multiple times. I just don't feel like he has full trust in, in Mac Jones. Yeah, yet. he doesn't have it yet. So I'm taking I'm, the Bills.
1: I'm taking the Bills as well.
0: I'm going Bills. Minus four. Bills are minus four. That's
2: very game. surprising. I mean, I, I'm not really. The Patriots. Bill,
0: Bill in the postseason, that's what it comes out to. Yeah. You give them points for that. Will Josh Allen have 250 passing yards and 50 rushing yards?
2: No. I don't think he's going to run that much.
0: I yeah, I don't think he's going to have to run that much.
2: No, I don't think he will. Yeah, I did
0: know as well. I think we're going Tampa across the board, right?
2: Yeah. Straight up for sure. Yeah, not even close. The spread on that game is like 12, I think. Oh, then I I would take the Eagles in the spread.
0: All righty. Before we move on into this game, Will, it was a pleasure, my friend. I you know you have some things you got to take care of. Thank you thanks, as will. always. thanks for joining us,
3: Guys, thank you so much for having me on. Really appreciate it. If it wasn't for work in the morning, I would definitely stay on and talk. Uh, you know me; I'm a working man, and everybody in the section knows me as you know, Sleepy Will, all that stuff. Well, this is one of those moments where you gotta wake up early and you gotta do what you gotta do uh, I in order to put money on the put money in the bank. At this point, guys, thank you so much. Really appreciate, appreciate it. it, and we're gonna collab one day. Coming soon on Beyond the, the Board Sports podcast. Thank you guys. I really appreciate this.
0: Thank you. No
3: right.
2: problem. Let's see you. Well, uh, the spread is actually eight and a half. The the chief game is twelve, is what I thought. So the okay. spread is yeah. is to bucks s- minus eight and a half.
0: Where the suck Finn.
2: <laughs> I knew one of them was twelve. <laughs> well,
0: it doesn't matter what the spread is in that game.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it matters for the two and a half purposes.
0: touchdown passes by by Brady.
2: Will he need to throw that many?
0: Yeah, Fournette's hurt. Yeah, his running back's Le'Veon Bell. So yes.
2: Well, I mean, and Ronald Jones.
0: Um, which of these players will rec- will have the most receiving yards?
2: Mm, this is tough because Debo runs a lot.
0: Right, Debo's a runner now. Well, and I mean, a quarterback.
2: He does, he does catch the pass, and their quarterback stinks. I'm going You're going seven. Mike Evans. I'm, I'm actually going. I'm, I'm going gonna
0: go with Devontae Smith because oh. <laughs> just the reason to... I'm gonna give the garbage reason time. is they garbage yeah. time. He's yeah, gonna probably. get garbage time receiving
2: yards. I'll go on Mike Evans. Yeah, I'll go Ceedee Lamb just to be different.
0: Surprising, the forty-six percent pick Bebo. They actually he does... have a deep. They have a deep receiving core in San Francisco.
2: It's fairly deep. He does catch a lot of passes, but it's just he is. They're doing a lot of running with him too. But it is some of those jet sweeps where it's technically a pass, but he's running. He's he's all
0: over the place. Uh, next one we have that matchup here: the Cowboys Niners. This one is the most intriguing game of the weekend. Uh,
2: yeah. a, a Dallas is three point favorite, so at home it's basically a pick them. Um, yeah. I'm
0: going San Francisco.
2: No, I'm going to take Dallas. I gotta yeah, do I'm, I'm taking San
0: Dallas, Francisco. too. I just like the momentum San Francisco's on right now. That's what it's coming down to. It's nothing against the way Dallas is playing. I just think that the Niner momentum is just so big right now that who that was knows.
2: A, that was a big win. And big
0: uh, overtime win on the road. So my my boss, Chris, was actually there. He won't, He's a big Niner fan. I don't know the story. We'll get him on sometime about how he was a became a Niner fan, um, but he went to the game in Los Angeles, and he said it was probably close to sixty percent Niner fans.
2: You could hear it.
0: And yeah, he, you were so I was like you heard it on TV, and they kept saying it like well, Stafford I, kept flinching and having false start penalties I, at home. I think he said it. I think either Stafford or McVay said it was
2: hard to run their offense. And like they were at home that, but that was, I mean, it was the first game in the history of Sean McVay's career that he lost with a halftime lead.
0: Yeah. Which is crazy. It was what? forty. straight happened, or huh? something. It was like
2: 43, 46, something like that straight. That finally but, happened. huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Stafford pulled the old Eli Manning thing of, Hey, I'm going to throw it to in the area where Beckham's going and hope he gets it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, it works.
0: Well, it didn't work in overtime when the other right. picked it off and they won. Will the game be tied at any yes. point in the fourth quarter? I'm gonna go with the eight. Yes, it's gonna yeah. be a close game. I want some sure drama. I'm surprised this game, that's as much no as it as it is. This like, game. So what's the schedule Sunday? Sunday is Tampa. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> Crap at one o'clock.
1: Two, yeah, Tampa on, one
0: o'clock. on Sunday. Into the four o'clock. Right? Yep. Oh no, they're yeah. the one o'clock. The San Francisco Dallas game's the one o'clock.
2: No, it's not. It's four thirty. No, it's four thirty. The Philly Tampa is one o'clock and then the Sunday night. Okay, is, okay,
0: sorry. The... I'm reading it on FanDuel and it... it's weird, yeah. The Steelers and the and the it's like right above it is showing the time frame mm-hmm. and yeah, so it's kind of weird on there. Okay. And nobody cares about the night game anyway.
2: No, it's good. I guess it well, <laughs> the one time when I actually can stay up because we're off on Monday. I I'm going to I'm gonna just it's go to sleep.
1: retirement party. Yeah, I'll
2: watch a quarter of it,
1: and that's it. Just
0: just the pure reminder for everybody that's rooting for Ben Roethlisberger and upset he's retiring. Uh, he had to take a plea deal. Just remember, just keep that in mind. Twelve and a half. If this was on the spread. I would may have taken the Steelers, but to just win the game, it's the Chiefs.
2: I don't even need to cover in the 12 and a half. The, the point, I'd take the, the Chiefs. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm taking the
1: Chiefs. They're rolling on them. Yeah.
0: Who will have more receptions?
1: Kelsey. Uh,
0: Dante hey. throw, gets a lot of those quick screens. He does. He really, it's a, yeah. it's a volume thing with him. I'm going to go Deontay Johnson. I'm going to say so, because the Steelers are going to have Mika Fitzpatrick on Kelsey.
2: I don't know if Tyreek
0: is. Hopefully, he's healthy. I mean, I'm Richard, just going to be yeah, but, different. but what's his healthy. name? Joe Hayden's going to be on Tyreek.
2: Well, Tyreek's hurt. I don't know. He, um, he, his heel was messed up last week. He's, he's been I'm just going to be year. different than you guys. That's fine.
0: Who? Which of these players will record the most passing touchdowns this round? Kyle. Is Hopkins coming back or no?
1: No. I, I know they said the they year. didn't
0: put him on the reserve because they thought he can come back for the postseason.
1: It would be different in St. Kyler.
2: The Cardinals defense has been shitty, so I want to say Stafford.
0: Yeah, I'm going Stafford here too. Mahomes is going to end up throwing for the most. Cause, but then again, they probably will run the ball down Steelers' throat. I'm
2: taking the Rams in that game with with Stafford, obviously, too. It
0: was pretty funny, though. I did see a a thing. It's the TikTok Bowl. (laughs) Yeah. Patrick Mahomes' brother and uh, Juju. (laughs) Maybe that'll be more entertaining than the actual football game. So maybe they should do that. Whoever gets the most views on their TikTok. Um...
1: I've been a Ram- I've been on the Rams all season, so I'm going them.
0: Yeah, we did talk about this Sunday about how they had to hit a home run on Monday night, and they did. Yep. It, we said Vin that it either had to be this or it had to be the Patriot Bills matchup.
2: You know, it's interesting that they picked this because I was thinking it's obviously extremely different with the the stupid Nickelodeon game, but I was thinking for this first time gimmick. They wouldn't want to put a big game on there. Like, they would
0: want to well, put – Well, they're not on Nickelodeon Monday night.
2: No, they're not. But I'm saying the Nickelodeon game last year was the Saints and the Bears. It was the 2-7 <laughs> matchup. It was nonsense. Like, we knew the outcome of that game before it happened. For this Monday night game, for the the, the, the possible disadvantage it gives you, or maybe – advantage. I don't – I it might give you an advantage. But to throw a, a playoff schedule off as much as they kind of did, I thought they might put a game like the – the Buck Eagle game where it's Brady's going to draw for you, but it's a kind of, we know what's going to happen.
0: Right. So it's the Nickelodeon game this year is the Cowboy Niner game.
2: Okay. That's surprising. But
0: <laughs> well, you well, know, it's, what the that,
2: C- it's the CBS game. That's why. right. It's the slot. It's just, it's kind of, the
0: but slot. you know what else? It also helps out a lot because that's going to be a good matchup. And that's the point of putting the games on Nickelodeon. Sure. You're sure. getting a really good matchup in but, there. In that situation. Now, now for Monday night, like we said, Danny and I said they had to hit a home run on this at the end of the day because it's the first time they're doing it. You could have went to Bills and Patriots pack. here. And had that rematch because the game we keep talking about was a Monday night game.
2: Right. But I think this is the I think this is a good one for Monday. You know why That's I it's the, 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 the most entertaining.
1: You know yeah. why I
0: also think this is a good one? Because it's that West Coast game. Right. So it's not like it's the West Coast game where you had to put it at one o'clock here where they were gonna start at eleven on the right, West Coast right, to fill in right, a right. slot. Like this could have went either this should have been at the end of the day, the Steeler Chiefs game should be that four thirty on, on Sunday on Saturday. Yeah. And, and this this is could have Saturday been Sunday night. night. This could have been Sunday night or yeah. that could or the one of those other games could have been Sunday But hey, listen, it is what it is. I think they hit a home run. Um they are doing a Manning cast. They were taking a uh, Twitter question today from their production company of who would you want to see on the Manning cast? So it'll be interesting to decide for that. Uh, I'm going Rams. I'm going Rams on this one. Yeah, I've been a Rams guy I, all
1: season. So I'm I just going.
0: think the Cardinals are just on the down with Hopkins out. I think they need to be healthy. Uh, I say over. over. Yeah, me too. Patrick Peterson's not there anymore, so.
2: No, he's in the in Minnesota, just thinking.
0: They, like, went nuts. He had a pick six on Sunday, and they, like, all went nuts. Like, he made an incentive. He might have. He had an incentive for getting a t- his first interception of the year, I think it was. How many total points will be scored in the wild card round? I put 300. So, let's see. We have 48, 44, 46, 51, 46, 49 is the over-unders.
2: I just did 48 times 6, which is like 288, and I just rounded up to 300. So, that's where I'm at.
0: Going 330. That's a lot.
2: 290. (laughs) All right. There you go. Right in the middle.
0: It's so random of a question to ask. That is a weird one. <laughs> I All right, we, we should have paid more a little more attention to this Yeah. <laughs> what it was, right? Yeah. Um with that being said, the sports appreciate it. Will for joining us. Episode three oh eight. Enjoy Wild Card weekend. Uh I know we will. Hopefully we'll also be able to watch some hockey this like, you know, local hockey this weekend. Wow. Really? Possibly um, maybe. At least as as of 9.30 Wednesday night, they're still playing Thursday night against the Devils. It may be their fifth string goalie, but they're playing. Um, Capitals seem to have just gotten all their players back, so that we're not really worried about Saturday. Um, the other team that you got to worry about now is Philly next week with a couple of games. But, hey, the second game of 2022 is coming in on Thursday, and it's about Whoa. time. <laughs> uh, with that being said, enjoy it. I'll talk to you soon. We're all